Walk with me, Lord. We're going to continue our devotional service here by doing hymn number 492. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. That saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Was grace that taught my heart to fear, and grace my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear, the hour I first believed. Through many dangers, toils, and snares, I have already come. His grace has brought me safe thus far, and grace will lead me home.
thanksgiving in our hearts and our minds. We can't do nothing, Father, but just say thank you. For truly you have been a wonderful and marvelous God to us. You touched us this morning, Father, with your finger of love and allowed us to get up and see a new day. For that, we just want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. We thank you right now, Father, for your mercy, your grace, your faithfulness, your goodness. We thank you right now, Father, for your son, Jesus, who went out on Calvary's cross and gave his life for the people of this world. For truly there is no greater love. And we just want to say thank you. We come this morning, Father, thanking you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we ask you that you just dwell within us. Help us on this Christian journey. For we can't make this journey without you. For we need you. Now, Father, we come this morning to celebrate and to lift up your son Jesus. But he said that if he be lifted up that he would draw all men unto him. So here we are this morning. We come this morning Father asking you to look down upon New Jerusalem this morning Father. And bless your people Father according to your perfect and holy will Father. We come this morning asking you to look down upon our sick and shutting. Again, Father, you know them all name by name. You know their situation. But we just ask now, Father, that you just move in their lives in a mighty and powerful way. And then, Father, we come asking you to look down upon the pastor of this church. We ask the Father that you just give him a word, Father, a word that might be able to reach somebody. We ask, Father, that you just help him right now, Father. Help him to help your people, Father. Help him to lead your people, Father, and the way that you will have us to go, Father. And then, Father, we pray that you will bless his household this morning, Father. And then, Father, I come asking you to look down upon my friends. We ask you, Father, to look down upon Reverend Jenkins, Deacon Johnson, Sister Frollo. For you know them all, Father, name by name. We ask now, Father, that you just move in their lives in a mighty and powerful way. Oh, Heavenly Father, if I forgot someone, charge them to my head, not to my heart, Father. For I know that you are an all-wise and understanding God. 
Lord, I thank you right now. Thank you for giving me another opportunity to come before you in prayer. It is in the blessed name of our son Jesus that I do pray. Amen. 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 Amen.
Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He made me to lie down in the green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restored my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the shadow of death, I will fear no need, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. And I prepare to hill before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. And we know that God's word is what? Already blessed. Amen. Thank you so much. We're going to take this time to go into our family prayer. I'm going to ask the choir to uh, sing a couple of verses that I'll speak to you first before we go into this family prayer. We got a lot of, uh, we got, got a lot of sickness going on in the house. And that's a spirit of the frailty, infirmity, and it does not, should not be operating in, in the presence of God's people. God said that all sickness are not unto death. And we know that, but so that God will get the glory. We know that it's, 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 it's not an attack of coincidence because we know the devil is attacking the leadership right now. But guess what? That don't stop God's house. God told Peter, upon this rock, I'll reveal my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against him. So then it is not over till God says it's over. We got Dr. Frank Jenkins. We got Deacon Johnson. We got Sister Furlough. Okay? Cause that deacon from will be out. You got Sister Andrew who's our mission president. Amen? Amen. Okay? Those are the leadership. We have others that are sitting in it and bereaved. I called the leadership out to you for a specific reason so you can see exactly what I'm talking about. Okay? We need to join and, and attach ourselves in, in agreement. Touch in agreement. It's power in agreement. Okay? The Bible said one to put a thousand to flight, but two to put ten thousand to flight. Okay? God, when they were all in the upper room and were one accord, the Holy Ghost fell and everyone began speaking in their own tongues. Because they what? On one accord. We don't have to know what each other need for us to be able to touch and agree. But I just told you the one of the main things we pray for right now, right? Amen. All right. <coughs> give me that in a cappello. Uh, Jesus keep me in a cross. Jesus keep me.
Lord God, how excellent is your name in all the earth. Father God, we just come once again at another time. Just a few of your handmade servants. Father God, we don't come because we're worthy, but we come because you say we could. Father God, before we ask you anything, we ask for God that you would create us a clean heart and reveal us the right spirit. And then when you're done that, oh Heavenly Father, we ask you to fill us up with a fresh anointing. Run from the sole of our feet to the crowns of our head. And Father God, then when you're done that, we ask you, oh God, to cover us in the blood of your son Jesus. Father God, so that you will only see his precious and pure blood. Father God, that you'll be able to look beyond our faults and meet us at our need. Father God, somebody needs you for one thing and somebody needs you for another. But Father God, we're touching the green right now. That you right now, you are a bomb in Gilead. The Bible says, Father, your word says that by your stripes we are healed. Father God, you said in your word that all sickness are not unto death. Father God, you said that there's enough medicine and you showed us that there's enough medicine in the heaven of your garment to heal the entire world. So Father God, we ask you to dispatch whatever prescription needs to be dispatched by your Holy Spirit to the bedside of our sick and our shutting right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, we don't pray the prayer because we're worthy because if we were worthy, Father God, we would we were uh, Get what we deserve, Father God. We will not be standing here this morning. Yes. Father God, we thank you for your grace yes. and your mercy. Yes. We thank you for the saving and cleansing blood of your son called Jesus. That give us a right yes. and a privilege because we are children of God in the family of God. Yes. Father God, we're touching the agreement because we know there's power in agreement. Yes. Father God, we don't ask you to heal their bodies for our sake, but for your name's sake. Father God, you said that you you make covenant with yourself. And Father God, you are not fractured out. You're whole all together, all one. So that's why we're asking you, Father God, to move by your spirit. Father God, lest they say we serve a dead God. Lest they say you have brought us out of Egypt to let us die in the wilderness. Father God, we know better because Father God, we know that you are all powerful. We know that you have all power in your hands. Father God, we know that you're everywhere at the same time. Father God, we know that you have houses on many and many mansions on a thousand hills. Father God, we know you can do all things but fail. Failure is not a word that you are. And if it don't exist, oh Father God, you can speak a word and it gets created. So right now, in the name of Jesus, come against every foul and malignant spirit that raises up against your people right now. Father God, you have protected us from Sunday to Sunday once again. Not because they're worthy, Father God, but Father God, even when we didn't think about you, you would think about us. And we thank you for that. When we fell short, Father God, you reached beyond the break and pulled us through. And we thank you. We are not ignorant to the devices of the devil. Father God, we realize that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, spiritual wickedness, and high places. That's why we're here this morning to be you thanks. Because we're trying to keep and put on the whole armor of God. So we can stand against the wiles of the devil. So Father God, move on the hearts of your people. Give us a mind that is in Christ Jesus. Transform our minds right now. So we think of you when we don't shut We always think of you even when we don't want to think about you. Father God, bless your people. Father God, bless your people. Heal their bodies right now. Not so we can 
pray and give ourselves praise for saying in prayer so that we can say, Lord, Almighty God, we serve. Father God, someone needs you to go more in that half and be Jehovah Jireh in their life. So we ask you to come again, the spirit of poverty and failure in the lives of your people right now and let the spirit of success and prosperity breathe in the lives of your people. Father God, we just ask, we need you to be a battle axe time of the battle. We need you to be a strong child. We need you to remind us that even though we're in the flood, we will not drown. We need you to remind us, oh Father God, that even though we're walking through the fire, the fire will not burn us. Just have your way. And Father God, we don't, we, we don't, have, we don't have to move the crowd. Father God, just give us a spirit of thankfulness while we're going through the mess. Help us to be able to thank you, Father God, even though things don't seem like it's going to work out. Father God, help us to trust you when we can't even trace you. We ask and thank you right now. Move upon this ministry. Move upon the hearts of your people. Make them pant for you like the deer panting for the water right now. In these last and evil days, have your way. Father God, we won't wait till the storm is over. We won't wait till the rain stops. We won't wait till the lightning stops. That more the thunder stops rolling. We'll thank you in advance because your credit is good with us. We thank you. We thank you. And we thank you. And all the love of the Lord say, Amen.
worship service. We are very happy you are here with us this morning. Today is Holy Communion Sunday, so we ask you to prepare your hearts to partake of the Lord's Supper immediately following the message this morning. Well, March is Women's History Month. It is a celebration of women's contributions to history, culture, and society and has been observed annually in the month of March in the United States since 18, I'm sorry, 1987. To God be the glory. Our church will celebrate its 57th anniversary on the third Sunday, March 19th at 11 a.m. We're asking all of the women to please wear white for this historical occasion. We're asking our men to wear black or dark suits Green cassages will be provided for all of the ladies on that Sunday, and for the men, they will be uh, will provide green ribbons. And we're asking all of the adult members, we know that we're assessed each year, a dollar a year. This is our 57th anniversary, so we're asking all the adult members to um, give $57. We must continue to pray, as the pastor said earlier in the prayer. Excuse me. Continue to pray for Sister Furlow, Dr. Jenkins, who's doing well, may be released from the hospital today, prayerfully. Sister Holmes and Sister Irma Thomas on the passing of the son and brother. To Brother Jordan, Isaiah, who's here prior today, Brother Glory. We will continue to pray for Deacon Johnson and to all of our sick, shutting, and bereaved. And we must always remember to pray for our pastor, leadership, and the church at large. I didn't put it in the announcements, but I want you to remember that we go to Daylight Savings Time next Saturday night. So remember to spring your clocks forward one hour. So you're going to lose an hour of sleep, so go to bed earlier Saturday night. <laughs> so you'll be on time for church next Sunday morning. Turn your clocks forward, spring forward one hour on next Saturday night. So we can meet together on time next Sunday morning. Well, I told you that this month is um, Women's um, History Month, and we have an empowering quote to women. This came by, from Maya Angelou. You may encounter many defeats, but you must not be defeated. In fact, it may be necessary to encounter the defeats so you can know who you are, what you can rise from, and how you can still come out of it. God be the glory. Back into the hands of the pastor. That was powerful. Fire and So you can know who you are, what you can rise from, and how you still how you can still come out of it. Amen. 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 That's 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 a word in itself there. If we have any, if any guests visiting visiting with us for the first time, or just any guests visiting with us, just go ahead and stand so pass and give you a personal welcome at this time into the sanctuary. Well, some of us may be visiting back and forth now, but I want to just welcome everybody in the sanctuary this morning. Amen. Amen. Elders, I see you down there, Brother Houston. It's good to see you, Jane. Amen. So it's good to see you, Jane. You're still looking like yourself, Jane. I see, I see Sister, uh, I thank you, Sister Lauren. Uh, you stand in the usher post. You are so faithful there. God bless you. Okay? You can keep on doing what you're doing. Everything will work out for you. Amen? Amen. Let's 
pray for Sister Annie and uh, the, the grandkids. Uh, everybody's under the weather there, so, so that's why they're not here. They've been faithful too. But I'm trying to give credit where everybody credits too. Amen. Hopefully, if I forget a name or something, Sister Morris will make sure to let me know. Let's get the prayer, pray for our sick and shutting. You know, I don't cover that in the prayer. And yes, she just got to this week with Dr. Jenkins this morning. We prayed together this morning. He is suspected and scheduled to be let out of the hospital. Shortly, shortly he should be on his way out, and that's why Lady Jenkins is not here. She got to pick him up by the hospital. Yes, amen. Amen. Because they're always here. Amen. He told me he'll be watching the service, so we got to behave ourselves. Amen. Lady Jenkins is watching. So it's good. So good to see everyone. God is still in the blessing business. He's yet. His storehouse is yet to run out of miracles. Remember the church anniversary, such an important day. It's going to be a very special service, an official and significant, solemn service, okay? 57 years is a long time, and you need to become a witness what happens in that service. Amen? Amen. Amen. Okay. Uh, I think I covered everything. Uh, yes, I did. Okay? Thank God for each and one of you being here today. Uh, it is now offer time. Bible says, bring your tithes and store house to be meat in my house. He said, try me to reach out. I'm sitting out and open up the windows of heaven. And for you are the blessing that you cannot re receive. Uh, giving us a part of worship. God said he will continue to uh, bless us. We just got to keep the favor duty has for us to do. He didn't say, well, be filthy rich to pay our tithes. He didn't say that. He just said, walk by faith, not by sight, and call those things not as if they are. And he'll work everything else for your good. I'm a living witness that, no, I don't have all as much as I think I need to have, but you better believe. I expect things to work out in my favor because I pay my tithes. Amen? Amen. 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 Everybody can come to church. Everybody can come in here and walk in the church. That's easy. Yeah? You can even pray and read your Bible. That's easy for some people. But the devil said, I know I'll mess with you. Black man, black woman. I'll make your change go strange and I'll make your money go funny. And see how much you trust God then. Alright? Job, God did, the devil did it to Job. So you got a, you got a hedge of protection around him. Pull down the hedge and see to he still see he cursed you then. He did, but did your Job curse God? He wanted to. He he, he that spirit kicked in, he had the sense, right? So you see what I'm saying? The devil get us when we most love the most. Okay? Don't let him do it to you. Because God got it all under control. Here we go. Oh, Father God, right in the name of Jesus, we bless him this offer in advance that you bless your people out there about to give. Father God, we just ask right now in the name of Jesus that you return whatever they give to you back sevenfold. Press down, shaking together, and running over. Let this offering, oh Father God, be used for the benefit of building your kingdom. When given days over now, a service of place anywhere in your kingdom will be just all right. And all who love the Lord say amen. Amen, amen and amen. Just stand and talk to back.
that you stand with me. Turn your Bibles to an old, old favorite familiar chapter, Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. Let us pray. Holy Father, right now in the name of Jesus. And once again, it's another time, Father, we stand right now to proclaim your word. Father, that we're unable to proclaim this word by ourselves. Are you unable to understand it or execute the text? We ask, so Father God, that you allow your Holy Spirit to stay with us and exhibit his perfect teaching and preaching ministry. Right now, in the mighty and magnificent day name of your son called Jesus. Father God, let us be humble to your word. Let us be receptive. Father God, as we sit at your feet, we ask, oh, Father God, that you just shed your light upon us. Come against Satan as he tries to snatch the word of knowledge away from your people. You say we perish for lack of knowledge. So right now, in the name of Jesus, allow your word to go forward and accomplish that which you set about to do. Father God, with power and with might right now, let it fall on good ground. It was a good time in your word. Father God, restore the joy of our salvation through your word right now in the name of Jesus. And whatever's accomplished, oh Father God, we'll be careful to give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. Speak, Lord, for your people hear it. Romans chapter 8. I'm just going to shine a sermonic spotlight this morning on verses 1 through 4. I want to deal with this entire chapter. The Holy Spirit allows it, but it won't be today. So I think I got two other more portions of this deacon cook that I need to do, and I think God will allow me to do that. But right now, we're going to cover the first part of it, and that is going to be Romans chapter 8, verses 1 through 4. Commission of verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk, excuse me, not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus had made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, and that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemns sin in the flesh. That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. I like to put a tag on this text just to talk you for a short while. There is now no more condemnation. Amen. There is now no more condemnation. Let right. me take your seats in the presence of the Lord. There is now, now, no more condemnation. But brothers and sisters, listen to some of the metaphors 
used by Bible interpreters to describe Romans chapter 8. The inner sanctuary within the cathedral of Christian faith. The tree of life in the midst of the garden of Eden. The highest peak in a range of mountains. Such are some of the metaphors used by Bible interpreters who extol chapter 8 of Romans as the greatest passage within what so many consider to be the greatest book of the Bible. It is a rich and comprehensive portrayal of what it means to be a Christian. From the no condemnation at the beginning of verse 1 to the nothing can separate me at the end of verse 39. Paul passes in bold review those gifts and graces that together assure the Christian that his relationship with God is secure and settled. Romans chapter 8 verse 1 reaches back to Romans chapter 7 and verse 6, which reads, But now are we delivered from the law, that being dead within, we were held, that we should serve a newness of spirit, and not in the oldness of the letter. The spirit, the spirit of God, the reason why we are not condemned, the reason why we are not under condemnation, Elder, is because the Spirit of God has come to set us free from the tyranny of sin and death. In summary, brothers and sisters, whenever you read the Bible, the word therefore, you should want to know why is it therefore. So therefore, in Romans chapter 8, is based on the explanation of victory in Romans chapter 7, verses 18 through 25. This is what it says. Romans chapter 7, verses 18 through 25 says, For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me. But how to perform that which is good, I find not. For the good that I would, I do not. But the evil which I would not, that I do. Now, if I do that I would not, it is no more I that do it. Are y'all with me? But sin that dwelleth in me. I find then a law. When I would do good, evil is present with me. Find a light in the law of God after the inward man. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of the mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. Paul talking in his body. Uh -huh. Oh, here go, oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me? From the body of this death. I thank God through Jesus Christ. Our Lord. So then with the mind. I myself serve the law of God. But with the flesh. The law of sin. 
sent Jesus, y'all. And Jesus came and died on the cross to wipe my clay sin clean. Let me see, with the help of the Holy Ghost, can I make that plain for us? All of us today, and this time, have to deal with some cell phone issues. Amen. Walk with me, church. Go ahead. You have to almost be an IT or computer expert to deal with a simple cell phone problem. The phones now come with apps, applications to make your life easy, they say, and more efficient. Really, there are computers in your hand. An experienced phone tech will always tell you that there are two ways to fix an internal cell phone problem. The first is called a soft reset. Y'all walk with me here. A soft reset closes the applications and clears your cache, but the data stored in your hard drive on the phone is not affected. That is called a soft reset. If you do that and you still encounter some problem, the same problems or issues, you'll be told the second thing you must try is a hard reset. A hard reset reinitializes the hardware and you do it, Mrs. Dovilia? A hard reset reinitializes the hardware and reboots your operating systems in your phone. All the settings, all the applications, all the data is wiped clean exactly as it came from the factory brand new. Now let's apply that, what I just taught you, to what the Holy Ghost has done for us through Jesus Christ. Help me somebody. When I place my faith in Jesus Christ, he hard rebooted my operating systems. Help me, Holy Ghost. He wiped all my bad stuff off my screen and applications. And I'm now a new creature. Straight from the factory. In Christ Jesus. The old apps are gone. The old data is gone. The old mistakes are clean. The old mess-ups have been thrown out. The old man, the old man is now dead. Because Jesus hard rebooted my operating systems. Y'all ain't feeling it. Second Corinthians chapter 5 and 17 tells me, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things, all things are become new. And even if I sin again, I confess my sins to my God, and the Holy Spirit comes in and hard reboots my operating system. And I start over again. See, this is when many of us here, come on, come on, y'all. This is when many, this is when the devil gave many of us a hard time. Because we think if we are Christians and we sin, we must go back and get saved all over again. No, we confess our sins, we go back and get refilled because we need a constant refilling of the Holy Spirit. Because as long as we are in the flesh, Paul says there's a war going on. I just read, I'm in the book. My members are warring one against 
another. The flesh against my spirit. And sometimes, y'all, my flesh wins. Since the Lord led me to that, since he led me to that, it is in the scripture, biblically, condemnation and conviction. Can I teach you like the Holy Ghost gave it to me? Condemnation and conviction. Condemnation comes from the devil. And the devil is always trying to condemn us of sins we already confessed. Stay with me, church. But conviction comes from the Holy Ghost over sins that we have not yet confessed. But if I confess my sins and the devil condemns me, that's double jeopardy. Yes. Y'all ain't hearing me. And in a court of law, even if I commit a murder and I'm found not guilty, and I confess the next day after my not guilty verdict, I cannot be retried for that crime. Because, am I right about it? Because to retry me for a crime that I've already been acquitted for is double jeopardy. And for the devil to bring up a sin that I brought before my God already is double jeopardy. He's alive and the truth ain't in him. God has forgiven me for that already. I need to learn how to forgive myself. God, God, God has created many of us here in New Jerusalem victorious. The reason why you can't move to the next, you want to move to the next level. Before you get to the next level, you got to forgive yourself. God already forgave you for it. The devil messing with your mind. Spiritual warfare is fought in your mind. Oh, Y'all been with me. I wish I had the same people that day. God has forgiven me. I didn't learn how to forgive myself. Devil always trying to bring up old stuff for me. What he, what he always trying to do is he's trying to make us remember what we should forget. Yes. And forget what we should remember. Right. I know that trick style hit him. I hit him with a passion. Yeah. When God forgives me, he throws my sins behind his back into the sea of forgetfulness. And you think y'all think that's just a cliche, it is not. Micah chapter 7 and verse 19 says, He will turn again. He will have compassion upon us. He will subdue our iniquities and thou will cast all their sins, talking about God, into the depths of the sea. God then posts a sign on the sea. Can I, can I add, can I eat deep text? After he threw my sins in the sea of forgetfulness, Jim, he posted a sign and said, no more fishing. Don't you go back and try to fish some old stuff you know, gave it to God. When you take it to the Lord, when the song said, leave it there. Stop beating up yourself over the past. Therefore, now is now no con more condemnation. Stop beating yourself up over the past. If you confess your past, God is already forgiving you, and he will never bring it up again. Amen. God is not like many people that sit in church, or people in your family, or is reminded of you of what you used to be and what you used to do. And I know you're not up, you're not up there. You, you, I, I know you're not up teaching Sunday school. I know you're not. 
Sound like somebody saying that to you? I know you're not around here calling yourself trying to preach. I know you're not just calling yourself trying to sing in the choir. I know what you were doing last night. You know I know you. Yes, you do know me. Listen, whenever the devil brings up your past, bring up his future. Y'all got me? Y'all know what is the future? In the last day. After the trump of God is sound and the dead in Christ is wrong, I mean, you are, we that are alive, we change in a twinkle of eye. I'm in the Bible. I wish that's in the Bible. Yeah. And when we go to be with the Lord and judgment, God, the Bible says in the book of Revelation that God will take the devil and his angels and throw them in the lake of fire. That's his future. So when he brings my past, you're going to get ready to burn, brother, baby, burn. You're getting ready to burn. When the devil reminds me of my failure, I remind him that I'm forgiven. All right. I told him I'm redeemed. Bought with a pride. Jesus has changed my whole life. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. I've been forgiven. I'm, and I'm learning to forgive myself. If a God forgot it, if God forgot it, why do I keep bringing it up? If my God do it behind his back, why am I always bringing it up before somebody else that I think they know about me? There is therefore now, right now, I don't have to wait till I go to heaven. There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Jesus broke the chains. And he set us free from sin's power. The power of sin no, no longer rules over us. Because Jesus broke the chains. Believers are not under condemnation. Because they have died with Christ. And thus the condemnation they deserve has been removed. Y'all still with me? Because... Because we are not under condemnation since they are no longer, because sin no longer has dominion over me. Now, the combination, therefore and now, is an emphatic one, making what follows a significant conclusion. Condemnation designates the state of lostness, estrangement from God. The apart from Christ, that apart from Christ, every person will experience lostness for eternity. You can't be saved without Jesus Christ. Do I need to go back to the Bible before you say I'm not? Jesus said, told Mary Martha, I am the way. I am. You're looking at the resurrection and life. Can I get a witness of me? All right. Those in Christ Jesus are removed from this state of lostness forever. No more will condemnation of any kind be a threat to us. The Bible, y'all, the Bible, the Bible is a great commentary on the Bible itself. Y'all knew that, right? Let me see if I can prove it to you. One of the great functions of the Old Testament is to cast light illustratively on the New Testament. In the book of Genesis, watch this now. You know the story of Noah, right? Noah built an ark out of gopher wood and pitch 
And for 120 years, Elder, Noah preached the same sermon. It's going to rain. It's going to rain. For 120 years. If I come over here and talk about preaching the same sermon for two Sundays, I'll be getting removed. Then, what, why, is this so, why is this so significant, Pastor? Listen, there's never even been dew on the ground in Noah's time. There's never been any cloud in the sky. Never, they have never seen rain. He builds this ark with gopher wood and he holds it together, watch this, with pitch. I exegeted the text and did an etymological study, Elder, on the word pitch. The word pitch in the text is the same word used all over the Bible for the Hebrew word atonement. It's the same word used all over the Bible. The word pitch is the same meaning for the word atonement. He holds the ark together with pitch, with atonement. And when he gets through pitching it, and the ark is finished, God tells him, take your family and get in the ark. And look what God does, y'all. Watch this video. The scripture says, not pastor, the scripture says, and God shut him in. God shut him in. Noah didn't even have to worry about closing the door. Because the world, because that would be, you know, if no one had closed the door, I want y'all to understand what I'm saying. That would have been faith with works. Y'all got that right? Oh, y'all need, y'all need, I said, I need some saved people here. That means that if no one had, God didn't want you to have nothing to do with your salvation. You ain't had nothing to do with saving yourself. God, for God so loved the world that he saved us. Oh, I told you I was all in the Sunday school lesson. The offer, he sent his only begotten son. That but all we got to do is believe. Yeah. <laughs> God didn't have to close the door. Because that would be that would be works right there. God shut him in. Meaning he didn't have to do anything, just get in. And today, if you want to be saved. You don't have to do anything but just get in. <laughs> do you realize that's why some people can't come to Christ? They think they got to do something special. When we tell people that we saved, not the way you cussed me out yesterday, I'm saved. They don't understand salvation. Y'all ain't get it. We're not perfect. We just forgive them. The difference with us in the world we can do the speaking, uh, we can make a mistake and do the same thing the world do. But we have a Savior that died on the cross for us, that sits at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for me before I even do it. And I make a mistake, He ain't gonna condemn me because I made a mistake. This ain't this good? Jesus broke the chains. And we are now free from the power of sin. Secondly, verse 2 says, we are free from the penalty of sin. 
Not only did Jesus break the chains, he broke the curse. It's right here in verse 2. For the law of the Spirit of life and Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. Verse 2 provides further explanation for the basis of shouting in verse 1. The sacrificial death of the Son of God was the means by which sin was condemned. Y'all with me? He took upon himself that those who violated God's law deserve punishment. But he took my place so that the curse of sin is now broken. The law, nothing is wrong with the law, Elder. Verse 2 does not mean that the law ceased to operate. Y'all with me? But it does mean that a higher law Y'all y'all with y'all with me? I wish I said my word. A higher law came into force. John said, in the beginning was the word. And the word became the word became flesh and dealt among us. That means here comes the man who wrote the book. He is the law. But now he puts himself in flesh. He had no sin. He became flesh. Quote among us because now he gotta take and he gotta pay the penalty for how how our first daddy messed up in the garden of Eden. Right. Right. Y'all ought to be glad that y'all know Jesus. Amen. 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 Because you tell the God sitting right now, I gotta do better. You know, as soon as you walk in the door, you're gonna get bucked out. <laughs> but guess what? I'm coming. Because you know what? He loved me so much that every time he forgive me and I know I should be punished, I just want to do better. Every time I get up, I try to do better. Because why wouldn't I want to do better for a man that loved me like this? He blessed me when I didn't deserve to be blessed. Wouldn't you love a man like that? He's loving you unconditionally. You mess up, he still bless you. I don't know who wrote that sound. Was that when he, he said, God is loving me right. I love you so much, girl, that I don't care. You just got you just got, you just gonna be so lonely because you be ready, but I'm gonna love you. I'm gonna love you any kind of way. That's what God's doing. God said, You mess up, I'm still gonna love you. It ain't nothing you can do about it. God is good. I know y'all trying to go. Y'all ready to go home to eat? I'm almost done. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh huh. He 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 he. A higher law came into force. Are y'all listening, Pastor? Yes, yes. Let me make a point. Mother Thomas, an apple falling from a tree yes. is going to hit the ground. Yes. It has to happen. Because that's the law of gravity. Y'all yeah. follow me? Yeah. But if I catch the apple before it falls, uh -huh. I intervene a force on the law of gravity that overrides the law that's currently taking place. Yeah. I was on my way to hell. But Jesus reached way down. Me. So that the law that was in operation with my own, 
get up. I wish I had some people that some saved people would be shocked right now for that. Only people who got something to be ashamed about in your past that God has already forgiven you for. You are to shout, I once was lost, but now I'm fine. I was blind, but now I see. Now, 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 elder, let me shock their Baptist sensibility. I have sinned since I've been born again. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I have sinned since I was born again. Yes, you're looking at one of the chief sinners. You're looking at the president, the chairman of the board, James, when it comes to sin. But God is not going to take my salvation because I've made some mistakes. God will not send me to hell eternally because I messed up. Because I trust Christ, my Savior. And when God looks at me, he doesn't even see me. Because the blood of Jesus hides me. So that when God looks at me, only thing God, I told y'all I was in the Sunday school lesson, the only thing God sees is the pure blood of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Didn't he die? Oh, yeah. Didn't he die, Sister Billy? But early, 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 early Sunday morning. He got up, got up, and when he got up out of the grave, the chains were broken. Therefore, it's now no more condemnation. I'm free from the power of sin. I'm free from the penalty of sin. And when it's all over, I'm going to be free from the presence of sin. Here's the last word, and I'm through. Here's the last, I'm through. It's going to be long through. I was reading a story, uh, Elder, about the life of this preacher. I, I got to read it. I have to read another book. In Washington, D.C., his name was Mark Batterson. Mark Batterson is a pastor of a huge church in Washington, D.C. National Community Church is the name of the church. He's the author of many books, a tremendous pastor, teacher. And Mark says when he was in seminary, he would sit down with a friend who was 80 years old, a pastor that he was 80 years old. His name was Wiley. Wiley would come over to his little ranch apartment, he said, in seminary, and bring some walkers from Burger King. He said, I didn't even like walkers. But it was better, than, better while I was in seminary than eating ramen noodles, so I didn't walkers. And so he invited Wiley to come in, and they would sit down and talk for hours about the Word of God. And he said his daddy, Pastor Mark, <coughs> said his daddy made a tape, Deacon Cook, made tape of him when he was playing basketball in college. His daddy made a tape of all his dunks, all of his three-pointers, all of his dribbles around players, and every shot Mark made on the tape went into the basket. Whoosh, nothing but net. Every shot was nothing but net, three-pointers, layups, free throws. His dad is sending the tape to him to show his friend in college. And they and while he sit there, and that's back in the day, I don't know if young people know, that's when we had VHS tapes. And watch this now, watch this, stay with me. While he said, man, he's telling Pastor Mark, you were some basketball player. You never miss a shot. Mark says, with Wiley, didn't know was that his father 
and it can detain. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Uh, check out. He, he, the, the daddy took out all of his out of bounds. Took out all his fouls. To make him look like he was a star basketball player. Took out all the shots he missed. Can I have somebody here this morning before I go to my seat? Yeah. Right. Jesus edited your tape. Yeah. And when the father looks at it, he doesn't see our foul shots. When God looks at our tape, he does not never see when we stepped out of bounds. God don't see when we miss a shot. Because Jesus' blood edited the tape. But now, 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 I, I, I know it. But somebody better hold me. But because I've been ready to run since fear. Somebody grab me because here's the real shout. Yeah. Not only does Jesus edit out the bad, yeah. Jesus edits in a whole bunch of good. Don't yeah. hurt me. When Jesus got up out the grave, he edited in. Y'all ain't feeling me, are you? He edited in his righteousness. So that when God sees me, I look like I belong on Sports Center. I look like I'm an NBA player. Because the blood of Jesus edited my tape. Y'all ain't feeling me.
Savior. You might be here in the sanctuary and you not know the Lord as your Savior. The Bible says all you got to do, you don't have to do nothing. Just accept and say, Lord, come into my heart. That's all it takes. He'll come in. Once you accept the Lord as your personal Savior, God will erase your past. He'll reboot you from the hard drive system. And you'll become into the family of God. You'll become one of the sons and daughters of God. Now, it's the same time, there's still one. If you know the Lord and you have not been doing what God asked you to do, I want you to know God said, You forgot about me, but I forget about you. He said, I'm married to the backslide. He said, that. Give your life, rededicate your life back to me. I refill you. He said, that. I'll teach you that. There's now no more condemnation. If you don't have a church home, look at a church home. We extend that invitation to you. Come and worship with us. Be with us. The place where the word of God is powerful and our worship is passionate. Is there one today? Is there one?
at which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus the same night in which he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you, this do in remembrance of me. And the same manner also he took the cup. When he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood, this do, you, do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so Lord him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eat it and drink it unworthily, eat it and drink it damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. Mm. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Wherefore, my brethren, when ye come together to eat, tarry one for another. And if any man hunger, let him eat at home, that ye come not together unto condemnation. And the rest will I set in order when I come. Let us pray. Oh Lord, Father God, right now we thank you for this opportunity that we have set aside. Father God, to do this in remembrance of you. Father God, we thank you for this, this way for us, this juice that's symbolic of your body and your blood. Yes, Lord. That you sacrificed and gave of your only begotten son for us. We thank you for it. Thank you, Lord. Father God, right now we know that we, nobody is worthy. But we ask right now that you create us a clean heart and renew us the yes. right spirit. And if we got something wrong within our hearts and our spirit towards our brother and sister, Father, we ask you to remove it right now. Let us, let, us, let us set it down right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, cover us in the blood right now. And as we dine together, oh Father God, let us become closer to you and each other together. Yes. And Father God, we're going to wait till you come and set the rest in order. And all who love the Lord say amen, 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 amen. and amen.
first and the top will pop up. And then you fold it back and you be able to get the, the, the blood when we're ready. Okay? Has everyone been served? I didn't miss nobody, did I? Okay. This is the body of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Eat ye all of it. This is his blood which is shed for the remission of all sins. Drink ye all of it. Today we had a good day in the Lord. Yes. Thank God for allowing us to reach the third mile post in this year. Yes. Amen. Amen. And he's, he's still being good. Yes. We want to just thank him for that. It's so good to see so many of us in service today. And it's, it's a special day to be able to sit. I always look forward to doing the Lord's Supper. I always look forward to doing that. Amen. So all hearts and minds are ready. I know they got some refreshments for you in the back if you would like to have it afterwards. Amen. Amen. I thank uh, the choir. I thank uh, the ushers that were here. I thank uh, uh, the, huh? I think our visitors for for coming. Yes. I thank for for the individual that uh, supplied those flowers. Pastor loves live flowers on the first Sunday. Amen. Amen. So, yeah. Sister Fear gonna beat me up or whatever. I just love me some live flowers on the first Sunday. I'm an old-fashioned, young but old-fashioned guy. Amen? Amen. And sure what they talk about me. I, let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all. Don't get it wrong. I love me some sister Ophelia. Y'all know that, right? She got me. She ain't changed one day from the day I came here. I ain't been with seven, this is eight years. Is anybody guess what's going on eight years now? Yeah. It's been achieved it the same way. She just got closer and closer to me. Sometimes I think I tell her too much. She be she be telling on me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just want y'all to know, I love me some sister yeah. Philly. I want y'all don't get that mistaken. We all do. We are, yeah, yeah, we all do. The whole church does. Yeah. But anyway, that's what I was saying. And she helps me. I mean, it's just a good thing. Thank God for her. Okay. And thank God for each and every one of you, right? Yeah. Amen. All right. So my hearts, my spirit, we're ready. Oh, oh, oh. 
our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the love of God and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit. Let it rest, rule in the Bible, both now and forevermore. Let the church say, Amen. Amen.